When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, congratulations, everybody. You made it to Tuesday. Yes. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday indeed. And you know, listen, we are on what day, I don't know, four, five of Britney Spears Freedom. Since Friday, yeah. Friday afternoon. Uh and uh, you know, she's free from her conservatorship, but that doesn't mean that the drama is over, right, Bradley? Uh, correct. Let's get the Cobra gang together, shall we? Whenever there's trouble, without a double, we're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time, we're the Cobra gang. The conservatorship drama, juicy as it is, is far from over, even though the actual conservatorship is over. And this we know now, and I was reading this story yesterday, thanks to our good friends at the New York Times who said, well, (laughs) fat chance, Grandpa, the story ain't done yet. At least that's what Liz Day and Rachel Abrams over at the Times said. Because we now know... A little bit more about what Britney's attorney, Matthew Rosengart, has up his sleeves in terms of making sure Britney was not robbed blind over the last 14 years of her conservatorship. And we also know that the people they're trying to shake down for information have largely stonewalled Mm. Britney Spears, a.k.a. her attorney, Matthew Rosengart, Uh, By not providing information that has been requested uh, in legal filings. Okay, so say more about that. So we know now that um, court documents were filed recently that show Matthew Rosengard again uh, asked specifically uh, TriStar Sports and Entertainment Group. That is, of course, the firm run by Lou Taylor. Um, He has asked for details about the money that was paid to TriStar by her conservatorship, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. Jamie Spears, and largely they have refused or have come up with excuses and um, reasons to not provide that information in documents filed last week. Quote, Mr. Rosengard accused TriStar of continued stonewalling he issued subpoenas all the way back in october october 1st not only to tristar but also uh robin greenhill who worked closely with lou taylor um, on this particular case 
the requests for what they're trying to do is to find documents that would indicate, you know, it looks like you were paid a lot of money. We would like to know what you were paid and what it was for. We want and some did receipts. you actually do that work? Because, of course, Matthew Rosengart is um, interested in recouping possibly any money that she may have been uh, nefariously removed of, to put it lightly. Um, a lawyer for TriStar apparently then asked the court to limit subpoenas, that is the, the ability for Matthew Rosengart to ask for things, to just cover a small accounting dispute from 2019. In this filing, this attorney for Lou Taylor's TriStar uh, said that they'd passed along their books to the estate's current business manager and that the firm couldn't produce documents from anything else. So um, it's like, we don't we don't have access to any of that. Um, we would ask that you just consider this tiny little bit of time. So that sounds real problematic. I mean, I mean I'm not a, a lawyer, bunch, but it's yeah, you don't have to be a lawyer to think something's going on, at least insofar as Matthew Rosengard is asking for things and being denied. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. It's not funny. None of this is funny. Um, but we've all been so focused on her freedom and like looking forward to her getting control of her life back. And now that they've sort of like you know, they can check that box. Yep. Now that now comes the time where we have to then turn around and go, okay, the conservatorship lasted for what, 13 years? What the heck happened during that time? I mean, like you said, Bradley, this is far from over because now we have to account for what happened with literally the accounting during that time. Yeah. We and, don't have to. Luckily, there's people who are paid to do that. And I am exactly. And I imagine, um, and then reporters who will tell us about it, mm-hmm. I imagine that. You know, we're going to find some stuff about TriStar because, again, you don't have to be a legal expert. You don't have to be particularly familiar with this case. You could have watched a couple documentaries and been like, something doesn't smell right with that TriStar entertainment business. Hey, look, it doesn't mean they broke any laws. We don't know. Right. I mean, there's nothing to say they have. But it would would it surprise me to learn that this, you know, sort of like nebulous uh, outfit collected a big fat sum of cash now that's also to say like i imagine stuff like this happens all the time you know people bill large amounts of money for you know work that isn't necessarily line item detailed in documentation Mm -hmm. so quantifiable yeah it whether it's carelessness or irresponsibility or downright um theftery Mm -hmm. i mean that will remain to be seen and i'm assuming that's why her attorney is getting busy at finding out he obviously has a reason to believe that there's something rotten in the. I think of we all have a reason to believe that. I mean, I think, like you said, Bradley, you you can watch a couple documentaries and know that something's something don't smell right yeah. and something's not adding up somewhere. I, for one, will look forward to seeing how that case progresses because you know we've talked a little bit about her finances and people seem to be really shocked at how you know, comparatively small her estate truly is as compared to like some pop stars of the present day, right? You'd think Britney Spears probably has, you know, exponentially more money than a lot of other pop stars, but she has a relatively small estate. And some of that you have to wonder if it was squandered away in one way or another, because she should be making 
money hand over fist. Well, I think she has made quite a fair amount of money. Again, I don't know what that would be in comparison to other active celebrities. I mean, the fact that she's not been, you know, doing much of anything means she's probably not making a ton. But I know that there was something there was talk at least of like sixty five million dollars that she'd been able to amass while essentially doing very little Mm -hmm. tells you that there's a lot of opportunity for people to you know, if they wanted to skim some money off the top. I mean, you have all of these different people who are collecting a paycheck from this conservatorship for the last 14 years. And again, it's not that she did nothing, but as compared to, say, you know, some other performers over that same period of time, she's not doing like a lot of the business ventures that they're doing. Right. You know, a lot of like branding partnerships. I mean, as compared to, you know, somebody like Taylor Swift. Right. Who's making a ton of money. Uh, you know, I do want you to know that Brittany, though, is out and about because she's free now. Yeah. Celebrating her freedom. And I just would like to um, maybe beg paparazzi to stay at a distance because mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw these pictures of her. She and um, Sam Ascari, her fiance, went out to dinner to celebrate. I mean, you know, I guess every time she leaves the house, we're going to think she's celebrating because she's not in her foyer twirling. Yeah. Right. Well, so she, because we know the conservatorship has ended. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So she gets to go places for fun because she's free. Uh, but anyway, she, she and her boyfriend, or I'm sorry, fiance, Sam Asgari were out in West Hollywood last night and uh, the paparazzi showed up and she was ready for it. She was wearing a, Gorgeous evening dress with a hot pink beanie that she had pulled down over her face. Yeah. To try to stay away from the clicks of the cameras. Yeah. And I just, you know, I was thinking about this a little bit about how, you know, she was definitely put through her paces when she was younger before the conservatorship. Yeah. And the paparazzi were all over her all the time. And I think there's been that to some degree, even during the conservatorship. And now I'm sure she's absolutely ready for it. But what I find super interesting is Sam Asghari is not trying to hide at all. Yeah. Which tells me a little bit of a story. Oh, yeah. Right? He doesn't have an issue. No. He's like, sure. Yeah, I'll be does. in your pictures. She hasn't. She's definitely trying to hide. He has been tra- or she has been traumatized by the paparazzi. He has not. So I imagine that the way they approach it is entirely different. Mm hmm. And he has um, a career that he's trying to oh, for sure. really yeah. feed right now. So yeah. anyway, uh, congratulations, Britney Spears. Again, we'll be paying attention. I mean, I think the world would be better served to kind of just let her go about her business. Yeah. But that said, she needs to understand that like she has some control here. Like the the one thing I'm not here for is this narrative that, you know, we need to protect Britney. And now we all need to do our part for Britney. Um, you guys. There are other people in society who need to be protected. Britney Spears got the benefit of an institution doing the right thing and taking mm-hmm. care of her, quote unquote, by ending this conservatorship because she's a grown ass woman who can take care of herself. She'll be fine. She yeah. doesn't need the public. But I understand there's a probably a fan narrative that, you know, um, they don't want anything bad to happen to her, which is totally understandable. But again, um, do you know what we're dealing with here? If you don't want to be a public figure, I mean, no, she can't go out to lunch and right. not have cameras right now. Right. That's just the way it is. Right. Also, also, uh, it seems to me like that the conservatorship capitalized on this narrative that Britney was super fragile for over a dozen years. 
maybe Britney's really not that fragile and we can stop pushing that narrative. Britney will take care of herself. Yeah. And and Britney will make choices about who's around her to help her take care of herself at this point. Yeah. She's a she's a grown ass. Also, she's got that beanie. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, that doesn't attract attention. Not at at all. all. Elizabeth Reese is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on my talk. One oh seven one. This is a my talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, you guys. Nice to be with you today. Also with you. Britney Spears refuses to see her mom, Lynn, according to page six. Things are so bad between Britney and her mother that Britney wouldn't even let Lynn into her house shortly before her conservatorship ended last Friday. And sources are saying that the bad blood stems from Britney, who is blaming her mom for ruining her life with his conservatorship, which controlled everything for nearly 14 years. Here's what a source told page six. A few weeks before the conservatorship ended, Lynn flew to Los Angeles to try to reconnect with Britney, but Britney didn't even let her into the house. She's furious with her. Lynn tried over a number of days to try to visit, but Britney just shot her down. I think, you know, the story we know and we think we know is probably entirely different than the story that actually exists. And I don't need to get in between Brittany and her mom or her dad right now. Thank you very much. But what I will say is it is not so far beyond the realm of possibility that she's furious with her family. Oh, she's furious sure. with everybody yeah. and kind yeah. of just going through. And probably rightly so. You yeah. know, she, um, Brittany wrote in that deleted Instagram post um, around the time... Lynn was trying to get to Brittany saying my dad Jamie may have started the conservatorship 13 years ago but what people don't know is that my mom is the one who gave him the idea I will never get those years back and I will think it's uh, or I will say I think it's clear from the documentaries that we watched that you know Jamie wasn't the devil uh, in this situation that there were a lot of people you know her mother included who probably did things that were in not Britney's best interest. Right. Now, and maybe, hindsight is twenty twenty, right. but, and, you know, you can say they probably had the best intentions at the time, or maybe they didn't. I don't know, but Britney clearly hasn't worked through that yet, so she needs to be able to do that on her own yeah. terms. Yeah, I think so, too. And you never know, um, again, like you're talking about at the beginning, you know, when we look back at Britney, there was like some real crisis mode stuff happening then, right? And sure. But was this the best way to go about handling it? I don't know. And did it need to continue for that long? Most would say no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think it's all very complicated. It's. I feel like, I don't know, You. you can kind of see... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com both sides if you really allow yourself the opportunity to have compassion sure because parents make mistakes all the time yeah now that was not a small mistake no um but is it possible that at the time lynn spears thought that that was 
the 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 best thing she could do. Right. It's possible. It's possible. And I think well, when you look at like parents of children in a mental health crisis, mm-hmm. that's often something they've never navigated before. And so it and it, it is tricky. And it, like now there's just also even today versus 14 years ago, there's just a better than it was tabloid fodder. Now it's oh, my gosh, how can we help you? Right. Yeah, I also think that the relationship that Jamie and Jamie Lynn, or uh, excuse me, Lynn Spears had was entirely contentious and fraught with its own um, right. dysfunction. Yeah. So, yeah, and they named their child Jamie Lynn right? after both Jamie and Lynn. Yeah, there's Family a lot of systems similar are... names in this situation. <laughs> oh, big time, because you know Jamie Lynn's husband is named Jamie. Oh gosh, yeah. it's a lot. It is, but a lot. family systems. Conservator. It's true of her person. Yeah, Montgomery. Or, no, that's Jody. That's Jody, Jody Montgomery, Montgomery, which is the last name of, of her sister's husband. Yeah. Wow. No, it's bonkers. And family systems are messy. They just are. Okay. Yes. So they are. Yeah. Dion Warwick is getting in on the Taylor I Swift, Jake Gyllenhaal drama, and I, I love am it so, so here much. for this. Yes. Oh my gosh, Dion, you're so good. Dion Warwick, of course, is 80 years old. She is a music icon, and here's what she tweeted. She's winning Twitter. Yeah. If that young man has Taylor's scarf, he should return it. Ew, it does not belong man. to you. Box it up and I will pay the cost of postage, Jake. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dion Warwick. I love you so much. I know. She's so great. Yeah. People are just losing their minds over this tweet and they love it. I'm sort of enjoying, I mean, not that anything ever happened to Dion Warwick, but the Dionysance of like her on Twitter. And then I don't know if you saw her on Saturday Night Live. No. Oh, she, there, she played herself. Uh, alongside somebody who was playing her. Oh, great. And it was so fantastic. She just, uh, she's having a moment. And she loves it. it. Yeah, I'm here she, for it. Over the summer, she told People Magazine she's really loved embracing Twitter the last year. You guys, do you know what her Twitter bio says? No, but I love Twitter bios. Hers says, I am not writing a bio. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. She said at the time uh, about Twitter when she, you know, just got involved, she said, it's been a ball. I think the way I approached it always with laughter and never bashing anyone. You don't have to say to anyone what you don't want said back to you. Let's put a little laughter into it. In my small way, I think I've started a trend to become more mellow so we can all calm down and enjoy it. Dion. Wow. Seriously. Dion for president. For president. (laughs) It is she brilliant. Is awesome. She's the average age of every candidate. Yeah. I love <laughs> her. Right? I just love her. She's good She's stuff. always got something to say on Twitter that um, is clearly of the moment. But she's using Twitter for good and not evil. And you can't say that about the majority of Twitter oh, yeah. users. Girl, I was so, just reading an article about Twitter earlier that like 25% of 25% of people are actually the ones saying anything on Twitter. Oh. So it's like a tiny sliver of a sliver. Yeah. yeah. But it makes and you feel most like, of the yeah. things that they actually tweet are not their own words. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Jamie Dornan talking about when he just got annihilated and bashed for his role as Christian in mm. Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, he's reflecting on struggling with the reception of Fifty Shades of Grey and its sequels. And... Um, he is starring in Belfast now, the new movie, and he attended a live chat with British GQ where he talked about the backlash. And he said, um, these books were loved by fandom, really loved, obsessively loved, and despised by every critic. Real critics hated the books. And he said, you know that you're going to have these movies that are for the fans that the fans are going to love that are going to make a ton of money, but you know that the critics are just going to be licking their lips and that's exactly what happened. Which is 
perfect for the franchise because it just makes a ton of money because exactly. it builds a ton of interest. Well, yeah, not everything that's critically acclaimed makes money, and not everything that makes money is critically acclaimed. Exactly. Well, and it sounds like he knew this going into it, right? Like, he yeah. kind of knew what he was signing up for. He said, we knew that was going to happen, so you're watching that play out, and at times, that's bleeping difficult. And I think that's a nice way sure. to say it because I bet, like, even when you know, when you're going into the movie and you're going to do this... You know mm-hmm. how it's going to go. But then when it's happening and you've got critics bashing you, if you're an actor, you know, it still doesn't feel great. Right. Oh, I'm sure. Right. But Absolutely. he got a huge paycheck and now he's doing tons of movies. Now he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Lucky. Have fun out there. There you go. Amy Dornan. <laughs> you too, Elizabeth Reese. Have Thank fun you. out there. Thanks, friends. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly's going to bring them to us. We're going to try to solve them. Uh, in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got some pop culture mysteries to solve. It's very important on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we solve those mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We attempt to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. To solve these celebrity gossip mysteries. This foreign born former A list superhero would really love his old job back. And he's using his old Finsta again. He hasn't used it since he was hooking up with uh, young ladies several years ago. Ooh, Henry Cavill. Yeah. I mean, we talked about that last week, not the Finsta, though. But we did talk about the Finsta in the past, I think. Yeah, I vaguely recall that. Yes, so Henry Cavill really wants to be Superman again. And by the way, he's using his old Finsta again to uh, hook up with some of the hiccup, hook up with the young ladies. Hick up with sure, the ladies. Not the only Hollywood celebrity with a fake Instagram account. Mm-hmm. I know. I wish that I could find them. I want Zach Efron's Finsta. Mm-hmm. I bet that is real graphic. Oh, yeah. oh, graphic. I'm just saying. Like, I bet you see stuff. Oh, on that. I'm sure you do. Like he's posting. I don't know things. I don't know. Okay. Just want to see it. All right. Blinded by the item. Oh, another celebrity gossip mystery. Solve this. All, all of the members of this rebooted Disney boy band are married. One is more quiet than the others. He's the one cheating on his wife. Disney boy band. What does that even mean? Like the Jonas Brothers. Oh, Kevin. Interesting. Tell me more. Oof. Yeah. So the Jonas Brothers, yeah, they're all married. And Kevin Jonas is the quiet one. And he's the one who's currently cheating on his wife. That would be, I believe he's married to Danielle. Danielle. The yes. woman who does all the like Ritz, Hawking, crackers, Ritz crackers and Ziploc yeah. bag mm. spawn con experiences. Yeah, well, maybe the Ziploc bags bored him. <laughs> I don't know what they get into. You never know. <laughs> Blinded okay, by the we'll move on. <laughs> yeah. This restaurant chef slash owner slash frequent social media star has been in this space before. Not only is his food overpriced blotness, but he has a habit of drinking way too much while at work. There have been employees and customers who have ended up cut by his famous knife. Ooh. Famous knife? Mm-hmm. 
So it's not Emilio Vitolo Jr. <laughs> Is it Gordon Ramsay? No. Knife? Yeah. Social media star. Salt Bay? It's Salt Bay. I didn't know I don't he had know a knife. Salt Bay. Yeah, he cuts that he cuts that steak, Salt Bay. Okay, and then he sprinkles that salt. And he sprinkles that salt. So this says he's like a drinking hot mess. Yeah. And that he does it while at work and people have been cut by his knife. Oof. God. Because Salt Bay is, uh, yeah, can't uh, handle himself. Okay. Well. Uh, Salt Bay has a restaurant in London, and I believe that it is very, very overpriced. Okay. Mm-hmm. From gold flecked steak to video of him taking, talking? No, oh, there's just lots of articles about him. Yeah. Very controversial. Okay. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even know him. Yeah. Well, you know Salt you Bay, You know right? Salt Bay. No, I really don't. Oh. Oh. He, yeah. I mean, he has he has gone to viral fame as the person who sprinkles salt from up here. Okay, and he has a huge knife. That's really messy. Don't do that, by the way. Like doing the like sprinkling things from up high or pouring things from up high. Well, they they swear by it though. He says like it's like the chef move. You're supposed it to makes the salt breathe or something. No, it gets it sprinkles it. Oh, more in a broadly. bigger area. Yeah. You can I mean, a- I don't do it. I'm just saying that's why I think it went viral. At Salt Bay's restaurant in London, you can order a golden cappuccino. With actual gold. Yeah, for 50 pounds. The description of it is cappuccino. Okay. <laughs> it's how it's spelled on the menu. Cappuccino? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I think so. You can also, I'm looking at a photo of him with a, a giant, like, Steak with a bone sticking out of it, covered completely head to toe, as he's holding his sharp knife, apparently cutting other people with, that is covered completely head to toe in gold leaf. He looks like a person who really enjoys his own brand a lot. Oh, hence his virality for sure. A 1,450 pound gold covered steak, pounds being monetary units, not weight measure. Thank you. (sighs) That's crazy. Oof. You would have thought that we would have moved on from ingesting gold. Nope. But here we are mm. with another celebrity gossip. You no, know, it's mystery. just going to come out the other end, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. This Beverly Hills housewife and her husband have been trying to take out yet another mortgage on their home. This would make three. How deep of a hole are they in? Ooh. Three? Mm hmm. I don't know no housewives, so this one is. I just always say, like, Erica Jane. No. Or like um, somebody who's married to. Do we talk about the guy? He's famous, Lisa Rinna. Uh, mm-hmm. Oof, Harry, Harry Hamlin. Hamlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah. And two lawyers says Look. Lisa Rinna and Harry Hamlin trying to take out another mortgage on their home. Okay. Probably make it three. I don't know if that would be the charm. Rough. That's a little rough. Rough times. That's what happens when you live beyond your means. Mm. Ugh. That's a bummer. Okay. Where'd all of her days of our lives money go? Mm. Into mm. her lips. True. Yeah. Good point. Maybe Good she ate point. a lot of gold? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean. Item. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. This one was from September of 2021. So we're taking it back. This is all part of NT Lawyer's anniversary month. Oh, fun. Okay. So, you know, we're getting a little throwbacks here. Okay. Uh, the permanent A-list singer, in quotation marks, 
said no to an unusual sexual request from her boyfriend because she correctly guessed that there were going to be someone recording the act while they, where they were located. <gasps> Brittany. Brittany. Ew, no. Guys. I mean, she's going to be paranoid for the rest of her life, and rightfully so. Right? Mm-hmm. Although, if at a certain point you realize that someone's probably watching, give them a show. Unless it's your dad. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I think that ship has already sailed. Uh, Her? Oh, I can't even. You know, the thing that disturbs me. Okay, sorry, fill in the blank. Oh, I was going to say so Britney Spears said no to an unusual sexual request from Sam Asgari because she correctly guessed that there was going to be someone recording the act where they were located. Now, Britney Spears, Sam Asgari, apparently, this took place at the Daytime Beauty Awards. NT Lawyer says it was in the car before they got there. Then Brittany bailed on Sam Asgari and left oh, yeah. him at the show alone. Mm. Ah, interesting. You remember that? Yes. Um, the thing I was going to say about Jamie Spears and Brittany is whenever I would watch like a commercial or a video shoot where she was just like highly, highly sexualized, mm-hmm. I would, oh, my very second thought would be her dad made that deal for her oh, yeah. or like her dad was there watching her do this and it just mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know my family doesn't operate that way or never did yeah I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's gross yeah it's nasty <sighs> do we have another one um okay let's look let's look in the celebrity gossip mystery canyon yeah, this one's nasty, hello, too. Hello, hello. Uh, this one's a little bit of a throwback. It has a old Hollywood connection to it. All right. There wasn't much fight in the response of the A-list offspring of the A-list sexual assaulter. That tells you all you need to know. Ew. A-list offspring of the A-list sexual assaulter. Yes. Now, the sexual assaulter dead? Yes. Like how long ago? Uh, I would say maybe in the past couple of years, this person lived to a very old age. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were an old Hollywood star, mm-hmm. A-list, did lots of stuff. Like, did we, did we, do we identify that person as a sexual assaulter? Uh, that's always been the rumor and the okay. gossip. And the reason we're talking about it is because last week, the victim of this, their sister was talking about it. To the tabloids. The sister of the victim was talking to tabloids? Yes. And the victim is the daughter? Uh, No, the victim was her sister. The sister is no longer here. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. So the sister sister was an actress and was the victim. Yep. She wasn't the daughter of the person. No. But, okay. But the daughter is a celebrity as well. There's no daughter involved in this. Sorry. No, but the the um, sister is an uh, was an A list actress. Yes. Ugh. Okay. Yes. And the sister, the one that's still alive, not famous. Not really. We know her because of her relation to her sister, for sure. We do know the offspring, though. I mean, the offspring is a is you would consider this person A list. And because they didn't say anything about what their dad did, ah, got it. Got it's it, got basically it. being like, well, so the offspring is a male offspring. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Mickey Rooney. Um, no, not Mickey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I knew it wasn't Mickey Rooney, and I'm 
Sorry to shade. No, this also this character. does sound super familiar. Uh-huh. Like everything about this sounds. You know, familiar. unfortunately, the sister is no longer the a Hollywood star. Sister is no longer alive, and her death remains very controversial. Forty Natalie years Wood. after the fact. Thank you. Oh, but who's the actor? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, there are long-standing rumors that this uh, old Hollywood A-list star was not a very good person, and all of these stories are kind of starting. What to kind come of out movies? Of like everything. Oh, so uh, like epics, a- dramas, comedies. With you a know. famous son. Mm-hmm. The son is famous. He's done comedies, epics, dramas. <laughs> He's done everything, and you, you, they both have the same na- last name, right? Um, so, and when was the son like super famous? Um, I would oh, say he oh, really oh. hit his stride. And the in son the is age. still alive. Yeah, the and son. is the son married to uh, a Welsh woman? Yeah, Michael Douglas and Kirk oh, Douglas. Oh. Ooh, Kirk Douglas was a salty, very much so. Oh. That that is the rumor. That's Oof. been the hot goss, but there wasn't much in a fight. Filling in the blank in the response of Michael Douglas to the allegations that Kirk Douglas assaulted Natalie Wood back in the 1950s. That's, like, yeah, that's Oof. the story okay. that Lana Wood is telling to the tabloids. Oof. And she's laying it all out there. Michael God, Douglas Lana is Wood like, is yeah. a character and a half. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, a lot of rough stuff to be dealing with. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. Is Lana the one that confronted, uh, what's his nuts? Robert, Robert Wagner. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. In that hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, here's an article from two weeks ago. Natalie Wood was assaulted by Kirk Douglas. I do, I do uh, not remember that headline. When we return, thank you by the way, Holly, Thanks, for those blind okay. items. When we, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to take a trip to Publationship Corner mm-hmm. after this on My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. We need to take a little trip down to Publationship Corner. Let's do it. Oh, here oh, we are. Wow. Oh, I didn't know we had such a flourish for this that, that's exciting also the time trip. Machine? Did we go back in time? We're just limited in our sounds. Oh. But no, we're actually in the here and now. And okay. we're on Publationship Corner. And there's a Publationship. Thank you for asking. It's a relationship for the purposes of publicity. And there's one that we've talked about in the past called Wild and Styles. What's that, Bradley? That's Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. Well, apparently. Ap- yes. Apparently, Harry Styles, who, by the way, I mean, he is having his moment right now. Uh, he's got a new line of skincare items and makeup coming out. He will be starring uh, in the movie Don't Worry, Darling soon. And that, by the way, is where he met Olivia Wilde. Okay. She was the um, director of that movie. Uh, and the two of them are allegedly dating. We call them a publationship. Why, Bradley? Well, because it's lies. And they use that publationship for publicity All the time. attention and jobs. All the time. That's what you do in Hollywood, man. So he was on, uh, or he was in an interview with Dazed Magazine. And he said the following of his relationship, and this is why we're talking about him right now. Uh, He didn't answer any questions. He said... That's a great interview. Right? About the publicationship, not not in general. Okay. He said, I've always tried to compartmentalize my personal life and my working life. Mm, Yeah, me too. And that's why they don't... He doesn't talk. He was refusing to answer any questions about their 
publication. Yes, I am a celebrity who lives life out in the open, but I prefer to keep that part of myself private. Because I'm in the open. trying to compartmentalize. And I just wanted to bring that here in this moment so we could just talk about how foolish and ridiculous that okay. is. Because, by the way, the rest of the Us Magazine article goes on then to quote sources about their publicationship because he won't talk about it. Yeah. So then it goes on to say, like, you know, people close to the situation have said they had instant chemistry and they were couldn't keep their hands off each other blah 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 yeah but harry won't confirm that because he's trying to compartmentalize oh mm-hmm. okay until Thanks. it can help him yeah and i see the grift i smell the grift but i'm gonna call out the grift yeah and listen like in an actual relationship it's okay to say that like yeah i just don't talk about that or we're trying to keep that stuff private. But when you're out traipsing around um, and have called the paparazzi so that they can show just, up for you when you're taking a walk down a, you know, a residential road, you're not compartmentalizing is all I'm saying. I just think when you're a celebrity in the year 2021, at least in the uh, at the stature, at the level of a Harry Styles, you, you know, to pretend that you can compartmentalize different uh, areas of your life, like. There are things that we don't know and won't know about Harry Styles, the real Harry Styles. But to create this notion that there's, how do I describe this? Like in the year 2021, there is no compartmentalizing any longer. So you can either just share it or not share it. You Mm -hmm. can't, I, I mean, right. They're doing that. I understand it. But my point would simply be like, does anyone listening to that under the age of 30 really feel like that's a real thing? Maybe they do, but like you can't really compartmentalize anything in the, in the world that we live in. I mean, Mm -mm. Google sends me an email once a month showing me every place I've been for the last 30 days. Well, yeah. And if you have location, your location thing on, um, on your phone selected, you too can find out everywhere you've been over the last month. I mean, Yay. I'm just saying it's that like nice. that everybody right. knows everything. And what I think Harry Styled is trying to do is curate this idea that there is a personal that there get now this is going to be like a layer of an onion. There's like he wants you to think like, oh, I'm keeping things private from you. Well, the things that he wants you to think he's keeping private from you, he's actually not keeping private from you. But there is actually a whole private side to Harry Styles that you will never see. It's just not the thing that he's actually talking about. Mm-hmm. Does that make any yes. sense? Like this yes. is very much for a public. Um, it's like performative privacy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't look at me, but look at me. Yes. Only yeah. in the way that I want exactly. you to look at I'll me. I'll tell yeah. you how to look and at me not, when it's time to look at we me. We don't do that anymore. That's just not, not in how 2021. It, that's not how it works. You're either showing people um, what life is like on the toilet or you're just not in public because there's really no distinction. I mean, just, you know, social media allows a layer of intimacy, which is utterly fabricated by the people publishing it. um, That is just hard to deny. Like, uh, yeah, whether you're a celebrity or not, but even more so a celebrity, I just think it's adorable that he wants us to think that, right. You know, my private life, my, relationships are private oh okay which is why you're out in public i want your hear, private relationship i want to hear her talk thousands of people yeah 
I want to hear what Olivia Wilde would say in the same kind of interview. That's yeah. what I. That's the thing we're missing. Yeah. I mean, um, good luck to you, Harry Styles. Good luck to you. And can't <sighs> wait to see your movie. I mean, hey, and look, congrats if you're on a Harry Styles line. fan, you are. Yeah, and you're buying true. this with the thing that he's selling, which is totally fine, fine, but we can still see it. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what was your favorite playground game? 651-641-1071. When you were uh, a young a young buck, what were you playing on the playground? Give us a call. 651-641-1071.